There is a way, and that way is forward together. This is the John Peacock Podcast. Welcome to Season 2. Hey, welcome to the show. My name is John Peacock. It is great to see you guys. Happy Well-Being Wednesday. Oh yeah, today is Wednesday and today is Well-Being Wednesday. Some of you love to watch this show live and your platform of preference is Facebook. So hello to everyone uh, watching this live on Facebook and a bunch of you uh, don't have Facebook or left Facebook for uh, a myriad of reasons. And so your live platform of preference is wearemission.online. So hello to all of you at the dot online platform. Some of you, uh, some of you, some of you will catch this <laughs> on YouTube and we're thrilled by that or on Instagram TV while others are listening to this as you cut the grass or work out via the podcast. No matter how you are getting the content, I'm pumped that you are, and joining me, as always, on Wellbeing Wednesdays, Brian Silver. What is up, Brian Silver? Uh, I'm up. You're That's up. Good. That's right. right. No, no coffee, and I'm awake and Dude. alert, and I think I'm ready to go. So, I've got a lot of I got a lot of energy uh, today. I got a little uh, little Nespresso action. I mean, look look at, look that. at that. Look at that. It's beautiful. And um, today's Wellbeing Wednesday, and you and I have been talking for the past number of weeks on strategies. Today, we're going to talk about the fourth of six strategies for the struggle that so many are feeling. Uh, I continue, and I obviously with your profession as a Christian therapist, you continually meet with folks that are struggling, and I continue to talk to folks that are struggling. They have and are feeling stretched in ways like never before in their life. And so our desire with the Wednesday show is to equip, to encourage, to really give you tools for the struggle that that you're experiencing. And so Brian, on behalf of all the folks that enjoy this uh, podcast and show, thank you, man. Thanks for using your gifts and your time to, to help us. We, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, absolutely. I, yeah. I'm, I'm honored to be able to join you guys on the journey. Uh, it's, it's a tough season mm -hmm. and we've got to be in this together. So yeah. glad to be a part of that. Yeah. And, you know, today is the fourth strategy. So if you guys missed the last three weeks with Brian, please go back and watch those. I continue to hear feedback from folks that it's been really helpful. So today, the strategy we're going to talk about for the struggle is all around remaking rhythms, remaking rhythms. So what do you say, Brian, about remaking rhythms? What do we got? Yeah. So I, I think we need to establish first why we would remake rhythms to begin yeah. with what would be important about that in a season of struggle and the reality is that rhythms are crucial for us in a time of struggle or in any time we are creatures of rhythm of ritual of habit and before you start railing against that and saying nah i'm real flexible i'm a type b personality okay yeah sure absolutely i, I get that and that doesn't mean that you aren't a creature of rhythms. Yeah. Um, so let, let's look at a couple of examples here. All right. Here's, here's a polarizing one. All right. Do you brush your teeth before breakfast or after breakfast? Oh, I, um, oh, I thought you were asking me. I thought oh, this go was ahead. Yeah. Why don't you answer that one? I actually brush my teeth after breakfast. 
I'm an after breakfast person too. Okay. And of course my logic is, um, A, I don't want that toothpastey taste in my mouth when I'm eating my food and B, um, then my teeth are clean for the, the morning. Yeah. Right. So, so for me, if somebody said, well, why don't you just switch it up? Just brush your teeth before breakfast. I'd go, Oh, that's, that sounds, that sounds terrible. My teeth are going to be dirty after breakfast. I'm going to taste the toothpaste while I'm eating my eggs. That's awful. Okay. But if you were to talk to somebody who was a brush your teeth before breakfast mm. person, they would say, Brian, John, that's disgusting. How could you come to the table with a dirty mouth? Yeah. You'd feel gross. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't enjoy my breakfast because I would feel so off. Yes. Yes. Right. Such a silly, simple little thing. And just an evidence of how much we are creatures of rhythm. Hmm. Okay. Let's take another one. Um, John, what's your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm going to go with, man, it's tough. It's tough. I'm probably going to go with Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So what if somebody said, hey, this year, let's, let's skip it. Mm. We're not going to celebrate it. Uh, all the traditions around it that you have grown to know and love. Um, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to trim the tree. Um, there's not going to be turkey or ham or whatever it is that you do on, you know, tofurkey, uh, <laughs> no mistletoe, no mistletoe, all, all the things that you've come sure, to, to know sure. and love about that favorite holiday of yours. It's just not happening this year. How would you feel about that? Oh, I'd be, I'd be very, uh, thrown off, very thrown off. I wouldn't be happy about that at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if if you're used to a certain tradition on a holiday and that doesn't happen, hmm. it feels awful. It's like life is just not right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we, we are creatures of rhythm. And when we encounter a major change in our life, our rhythms are thrown off. Hmm. This really messes with us. Yeah. And I, I don't know that I can think of a time in history, recent history, at least hmm. where rhythms uh, have been thrown off in our culture as much as now in yep. our pandemic that we're dealing with. Work rhythms, school rhythms, uh, parenting rhythms, sleep rhythms, everything. Yeah. Energy rhythms. Hmm. So let's, let's talk about this briefly from a spiritual perspective. This is not you know, something that just arbitrarily happened. We're built as creatures of rhythm. Now, scripture doesn't necessarily come out and say that. There's no chapter and verse that says, God, God has built you for rhythms. There's nothing like that. But if we go back to the book of Genesis, hmm. and we, we look at, uh, as, as God is building the world and putting everything together, He's putting it together in order. There's, there's, an, there's an order to it. In fact, you look at how, how he creates day and night and, and brings order to that. It's not like sometimes the sun rises in the evening and sets in the morning, and sometimes it sets in the morning and rises in the evening. It's, it's always the same, right? And so the, the scripture in Genesis says that God put the, the sun and the moon in place 
to mark days and seasons and years. That, that there's, a, there's a design and a rhythm to life, okay? There's 24 hours in a day. That's how it works. In fact, the, the solar system is, is built around this rhythm. We can predict it, right? Scientists can predict when Halley's Comet is coming yeah. again. There's all kinds of order and rhythm to the world, to the universe. Um, there's, um, there's, there's a reality that many of God's rules um, are designed around rhythm. We can't get into all of them in detail right now, but I'll give you a few examples. The Sabbath. Hmm. The Sabbath is a rhythm of rest, right? There are, there are rules and laws um, for economical rhythms in the scriptures, for, for rhythms around forgiveness. Hmm. There's even rhythms for, for harvesting that accounts for the needs of the poor. Hmm. So, so we're designed to be empowered both personally and as a people by these rhythms. And when we push against them or when they're messed with, hmm. we're really off. Hmm. Um, there's, a, there's an old commercial that you may remember, John. I, I, maybe I've referenced this one before, but I think about it often when I'm, when I'm feeling off is uh, the old V8 you know, vegetable juice commercials. Oh, sure, sure. Where basically until they drank their V8, they literally in the commercial, they just walked sideways, <laughs> right? Yeah, I remember that. And so there, there's sort of that sense of many of us feel like we're walking sideways, like we just didn't have our V8. Mm. And, and that V8, a, a lot of times it's, it's empowered by these rhythms. Okay, so, so let's talk about a, a practical rhythm or two here in, you know, in daily life uh, as, a, as a more kind of current time example. Um, how about dinner as a family? Dinner as a family actually is one of the, the major factors in lowering the risk of depression, drug use, school issues, and many other issues uh, that can come up as a result. That's, now, incredible. that's incredible. I mean, that's, as I'm telling, that, that's sorry, unbelievable. Just, yes. just having dinner as a family. Oh, that's perfect timing. Speaking as I'm of telling family, you about... <laughs> oh, hello. Hi, Levi. Hello, Levi. Hey, welcome to Live at 8, buddy. Welcome to the show, man. It's awesome to have you. Can you say hello? Did you just wake up? Oh, yeah. So perfect. So speaking of rhythms, why don't yeah. you go downstairs with mommy, okay? Oh, what a cutie. He's getting so big. <laughs> he is getting big. He's drinking his V8. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of rhythms, we, uh, we spent the weekend with some friends and it completely threw off his sleep cycle. Okay. And so he would never sleep this late, hmm. uh, but he was still asleep when we got started. So he just stumbled out of bed. It's a rhythm thing. Our, our yeah. live at eight event uh, <laughs> because his rhythm was off. Hmm. And, and so, the, I mean, this is, this is the kind of stuff that we run into in real time. Couldn't have timed that better <laughs> when we're, we're not addressing these rhythms. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. So this is really interesting. Some of you are, are parents of teens. Uh, in my years of counseling, and this is not just once, I've had this happen multiple times. I've had middle schoolers come to me and say things like, I really wish my parents would give me more boundaries. 
because then I'd know they love me. No kidding. No kidding. And they'll say it that they'll be that articulate about it. Hmm. And what they're basically saying is, is I, I have no rhythms. Hmm. Uh, I have no structure. And my parents don't seem to care, which makes me think that they don't care about me. Mm. And wow. I feel chaotic, yep. which makes me more susceptible to all of the pitfalls of adolescence mm. that, that get us in trouble. So um, now somebody might say, um, well, can't rhythms be really boring? I mean, isn't, isn't following a rhythm sort of monotonous? Yeah, stifling or, yeah. Right, right. Um, we're not in basketball season just yet, but uh, um, a lot of people will talk about a basketball player being in the zone, mm -hmm. right? Um, boy, they're just, they're just hitting their shots or – they, they, they're just, they're just in the pocket of that rhythm. Speak, right? Hold on. I got to hit a little timeout. Speaking of being in the pocket and being in the zone Sunday, the bears, we got our, we got our first win of the season. We are, yeah. we are officially undefeated for the, fir <laughs> for the first time in seven years, which is a pretty big deal in the last you know quarter. And at least some of the fourth quarter, finally, Mitch, you know, Trubisky got in the zone. I mean, he was outstanding the last, you know, like four minutes of the game. The rest of the, the rest of the game, he was pretty brutal. But anyway, yeah. any opportunity for me to talk about Chicago Bear football, I'm, I'm going to do that. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah, like you're saying, you know, here in the next few months when kids start playing basketball again, they start draining threes. They're just in the zone. Sorry for interrupting. No, no, not at all. No, I, I, I could have used the Bears. That probably would have been a, a more appropriate example for the moment. Okay. But I, I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I, I failed Chicago today. I was actually thinking because I've been watching, or I, I finished watching the uh, the documentary on Michael Jordan oh, so uh, and the Bulls. So oh, man. that was that was sort of where my my head was. But um, but nobody was saying to to Jordan, you know, hey, I, I don't want to see your game. Yeah, I've right. seen it. You've done it. Yeah, it's getting boring. Yeah, like the 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 rhythm that you're you know that you're in. I saw you hit a three five minutes ago. I'm gonna go yeah. get a hot dog. I'm over it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it it was it was mesmerizing because he became alive in those rhythms. Mm. Right. So so we think of quarantine and we think of Groundhog Day. Mm. And the difference between rhythms uh, as a Groundhog Day. And rhythms like being in the zone is simply a matter of purpose. Hmm. So if, if, we're, if we're stuck in the pandemic with all of our rhythms thrown off and all we're thinking about is how miserable it is that all of our rhythms are thrown off and we really haven't identified how to re-engage our purpose within that context, it's almost like we're wandering aimlessly, mm -hmm. right? So it's the difference between Moses and the Israelites. Moses says, we're, we're not wandering aimlessly. There's purpose. That's right. And the Israelites are going, I don't see the purpose. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is dumb. Take us back, right? So 
what we have to understand about rhythms is, is that rhythms empower our, our ability to engage purpose hmm. if, we, if we use it that way. John, I, I, I'm pausing here because I, I have a sense that you were, you were trying to say something there, but maybe I was misreading that. No, I, I just really love the, um, the, you know, we've been talking about Moses as a church for, I don't know, past six weeks. We're, we're moving on. New series is starting this weekend on the book of Philippians called Standing Strong, Strength for the Struggle. Excited about that. But no, I just, I love the contrast of one guy was walking with purpose while the others felt like they were lost in the woods. That's right. just good. I'm just kind of reflecting back to you that that was, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's going to be the case, big picture, oftentimes uh, in, uh, within our sphere of influence, within our culture, is there's going to be a lot fewer people walking with purpose hmm. and a lot more people walking aimlessly, hopelessly, kind of going, when's this going to change? And so our choice to walk purposefully, to, to re-engage our rhythms and walk purposefully doesn't just affect us, but it has the potential to lead others into mm. that same exercise of engaging purpose, mm. just like Moses. Yeah, that's good. So we're walking through the wilderness together. Are, are we going to be a grumbling Israelite or are we going to be a Moses mm. that says, hey, Let's, let's find the rhythms, let's engage the purpose, and, and let's keep moving forward and recognize the purpose of the, the mess and the chaos. Hmm. And, and let's, not, let's, not be, uh, let's not be confused here. It's pretty normal for rhythms to get jolted. I mean, it's, it's even a natural part of how... Uh, how the world works. Uh, we live in a part of the country where we see all four seasons very clearly. Mm -hmm. So if you're in the rhythm of going to the pool every weekend, that changes what by October at the latest. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and so, Hey, I need a new rhythm. Mm. And I need new clothes for January. I need, I, I need a lot of different things for a lot of different moments. So we have to be prepared to step into new rhythms. It's not, I've, I've set this rhythm and this is it. It's understanding how the rhythms are changing or how, how, the, how the seasons are changing so that we can build our rhythms uh, to to address and engage the, the season correctly and effectively. Brian, what, what would you say to the person watching that their posture, their attitude, it's just been a, we'll see, I don't know, we'll see kind of posture and attitude. And there's a reason they have that posture and attitude. It's because for months now, their rhythm has been thrown off. You know, I, I picture rhythm as the sprinter, or, you know, someone running around a track, you know, and the turnover of, you know, their legs creates yep. this rhythm, right? Which creates movement and momentum. They're, they're doing something, they're taking ground. There's like this almost poetry in motion kind of thing. And then March happens and it's like one foot gets kind of tied behind your back and, and the rhythm is 
thrown off. That turnover isn't happening. And that's just happened for everyone in, in some way, shape or form, you know, they're, it's like they're hopping on one foot. And because of all that, I think what has set in is this kind of, uh, I don't know, we'll, let, let, let's wait and see. And another way of talking about it, and this is what I'd love for you to speak to, is the person that truly feels like a victim of the pandemic. Like there is, I am powerless. I can't, I can't nothing is actionable here. I'm just going to wait and see. Uh, and so the person that's saying, yeah, sounds good, maybe John and Brian, for you guys to have rhythm. But now nah, I just, you know. They're at, they're at a point of probably frustration and pain and disappointment. And so talk to the person that is feeling powerless in this season that now, I, Brian, if you only knew, um, you would know that there's no way I can create some, some healthy rhythms. Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing that I would say is uh, I, I completely understand how you're feeling. Your feelings matter. They're incredibly valid and real. Mm. Um, the, the fact of the matter is, is that uh, until we kind of pierce through the, the darkness and the, the, the muckiness of what the pandemic means, um, all, all we can see is, is that mess. And, um, and that mess is very real. So, uh, when, when somebody says, I feel hopeless, I feel like I'm, I'm sort of a victim to this, I would say, absolutely, of course, of course you do. Mm. And we still got to find a way to move forward. Mm. So, um, it, it, and we've talked about this before, this idea of living in the and. Yeah. Yep. Right? It's, it's important that we validate the suck of a season. Yeah. We, we validate the sense that we, um, uh, we don't have it in us to move forward. Mm. And, and we take some kind of small step yes. to move forward. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be huge. It could be anything. If it could, it could be, um, laying in bed, but not pulling the covers over your face. Yep. You know, maybe that's the first step. Yep. Uh, maybe, maybe once you get past that, maybe it's, you know, putting my feet on the floor for floor, yep. floor for five seconds before I pull the covers back over my face, yep. but I'm, I'm, I'm inching yep. my way toward it. it. Making your bed. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I know there's science on this, but it's like, especially in a time like now where you feel like you have no control over anything, like making your bed in the morning, it, it truly feels good. I mean, it feels like we got some momentum in our day. Um, I've heard of people, Brian, that have started the, the rhythm of taking a, a walk. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't have to be, you know, like a 30 minute walk. It could be a five minute walk. Yeah. Uh, something I started this year is um, it's called the five year journal. Mm -hmm. And early, early this morning, uh, I had Kelly, you know, cause she was, we were having coffee together. And so I'm like, Hey, will you hand me my journal? And it's, and what's funny about it is, you know, I want this rhythm of, of journaling and the five-year journal, uh, Levenger produces it. It's really cool looking, but it's, it's five lines. And so I was done journaling in like one minute and I handed it back to Kelly and she was like, 
I'm like, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just really short, really short thoughts. But hey, it's these little small things that, um, like you're saying, living in the and is so important. Acknowledging the suck and saying, hey, what's one thing we can do today to get some, to get some momentum? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes we have to be creative. I remember uh, summer uh, in between uh, junior high and high school for me, I busted my left hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. compound fracture in, in my finger, okay. and uh, I'm I'm left-handed, and uh, high, I I mentioned basketball earlier. I I, uh, I was an aspiring high school basketball player, mm. and uh, so what was I going to do? Well, I I still showed up for practices, uh, and uh, I. I just practiced right-handed layups and right-handed free throws. I did everything I could with my right hand. Mm. And in, in all honesty, I've never in a game ever shot a right-handed free throw, ever. <laughs> the, the purpose was continuing to push myself in a sport that I cared about, mm-hmm. um, being a part of the team, mm-hmm. and... Um, uh, and and just con- continuing to uh, to stay engaged. Mm. It doesn't matter that I I never really used my right-handed free throw skills from that day, you know, from that mm. summer on. Mm. What mattered was that it it kept me moving yeah. and engaged toward a value that was that that I deemed important at that time. Mm. And and so, you know. We have, we have certain rhythms and we can start with the easy ones, like making your bed and stuff like that. We have certain rhythms uh, that are, are great foundational pieces for us. Mm. We're not good at them, but they're great foundational pieces. Uh, you know, when we start thinking about attacking work stuff and school stuff and all of that, that gets really daunting. But things like going to bed and waking up at the same time. Mm. Our bodies are designed to do that. When they don't, then we get what my son Levi just Mm -hmm. did. He stumbles out of bed at a different time because his rhythm is off. So committing ourselves to going to bed at the same time and getting up at the same time. Committing to regular meal times. Mm -hmm. um, Committing to to certain certain hygiene principles like i will i will get up i like hygiene rhythm so i get mm-hmm. up i make my bed i brush my teeth i eat or i eat and i brush my <laughs> teeth depending right. on who you are right yeah. so these things if you think about it you know you sleep ho- hopefully you're sleeping pretty close to a third of your 24 hour uh, day or most of us are doing a little less than that. But if you can commit to regular sleep and regular wake times, regular meal times, you know, throughout the day, you've already got most of your day anchored. Mm. And so then it's just a matter. So we've, we've got some momentum. Mm -hmm. We've got some rhythm that holds things together. Then we just have to identify, okay, well, what, what are the values? Mm-hmm. And so we, we talked about, um, we, we did a quarantine blues thing last mm-hmm. season, and we yeah. talked about a few concepts, building mastery. So building towards something 
that develops you in some way. Building positive experience, finding some kind of novel way to engage the day, finding a value to anchor yourself to. Hey, I, I, I really want to develop in my faith. I want to invest in my family more, whatever it is. And, and then, so you've got all these anchors, they, you know, from, from the t moment you wake up until the moment you go to bed, and then you just have these pockets of space that you say, okay, here's, here's how I'm going to fill them with purpose. Mm. It's, it's kind of like, so um, my, my dad for years was a, a professional jazz guitar player. Mm. So improvisation is his specialty. And one of the things that he taught me a long time ago was he said, you, you really have to, you really have to get the, the rhythm of the measures, mm -hmm. because if you don't have that structure really clear, you can't improvise. Mm. So the structure is critical for any audibles we we're going to come across. This is what anchors us. Um, and my wife has talked about this as well with, um, uh, she, uh, she acts. And so she's memorized many, many scripts. Mm -hmm. and, um, and what she's told me is, is I always try to know the script as, as well as I possibly can. I want to, I want to have it completely memorized because then it's real easy to go off book. Huh. When, when something else comes to my mind that yeah. seems creative or interesting to, to inter cool. interject, I can go off book and then I can find my way right back. Mm -hmm. So these rhythms truly, they anchor, uh, they anchor us to purpose, but they also anchor us to weathering these audibles that are getting thrown at us all the time. Mm -hmm. So in this season, if we're not attending to these rhythms, it's going to feel more chaotic. It's going to feel more hopeless. Yeah. We're going to lose a lot of energy. If we are attending to these rhythms in basic ways mm. and we're using those rhythms for a purpose, um, Groundhog Day ceases to exist. Mm -hmm. Because every day, every day is purpose. Yeah. Um, so if you, if you don't have something that you're building toward, if you don't have a purpose that you're invested in, if you don't have a value that you're moving toward, it's a perfect time to identify one. And it does not have to be huge. That's it right. could be anything. Hmm. It could be it. an exercise goal. It could be a family goal. Yep. Yep. Um, it, it could be the goal of making my bed every single day. Yeah. Aim small, miss small. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And, and if we do that, um, and, and by the way, we don't have to do this alone. This is a great, uh, this is another great category for us to be leaning into community on accountability, yep. right? Four other, you know, four other bed makers mm -hmm. who are, are willing to hold each other accountable. Purpose in community is a little bit more fun. Mm. So, um, I mean, that, that's, that's the critical components of, of rhythm that I think will help anchor us through this time. This is so helpful, Brian. And, you know, before we sign off, something I want to say that has been such a life-giving, not life-taking, but life-giving thing is I decided to write out seven rhythms 
that are like pandemic proof, meaning like no matter what in the world is going on, these seven things I can have action on, they're actionable that, that really create these life giving rhythms for, for, for my life, for John Peacock. And so I have seven of them. And every Sunday night I have to send how I did with those seven to my leadership coach. I'm accountable to him every Sunday night. And so uh, that has been so helpful for me because um, if I don't have someone, it's just how I think I'm probably not the only one wired up this way, but I need someone that's asking me, Hey, how is that? What you told me this one rhythm is so life-giving. How did that go? And you know, when I miss it, there isn't shame. There is none of that. No, it's just the sense of accountability that has helped me weather the craziness of this season. And you know, the goal isn't to weather this thing perfectly, but the, I think in many ways we got to find our stride, even if things don't change in the next 30 days or 60 days or 90 days, there are things we can say, Hey, yeah, this sucks. And we can actually have actionable things in our life that create these life-giving rhythms. So I want to encourage you guys to do that. Uh, develop what are, like Brian said, what are some small things we can do? Aim small, miss small. Let's do those. And then who's one person you can be accountable to? Like send them a text. Hey, this is the one rhythm I want to see regular in my, in my life. Be accountable to that person. Have them check in once a week, twice a week. I don't know. Whatever is helpful. But this was great, Brian. Hey, if you would, some of you guys are watching this on Facebook. Super easy to share. You can even tag a friend. We want to get this content out. If you're watching this on Dot Online, thank you so much. You're going to have a YouTube link right now. You can share that. If you are watching this on YouTube, if you could like it, subscribe to it. Instagram TV, it's easy for you to like and share. Same with the podcast. We want to get the word out. But as from Brian and I, we love you guys. We are with you in the struggle. We're going to get through this thing together. That's all we have for Wellbeing Wednesday. We'll see you guys on Friday. Good to be with you guys. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. For more content or to access the show notes, visit johnpeacock.com. Until next time, keep your eyes open. Hold tight to your convictions. Give it all you've got. Be resolute and love without stopping.